I think it's a waste of money. I think it is just consumerism at its finest. We share a bank account. If you buy me a gift, I paid for half of it. Every single day that we spend together is a gift. There have been a lot of times where <laughs> we've broken up. You're making it sound like our love is military work. If we broke up, whatever the situation is, I really do believe that you and I would both find happiness again. Welcome back to a very special episode of Tangents with Tyler and Todd, the love edition. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. Hope you're having a great day spending it, not necessarily with someone that you love, but as long as you're loving yourself today, that is all that matters. That is the only thing that matters. Okay, so we're just going to dive right into it because we have a lot of opinions, not only on love, but on Valentine's Day, and we kind of wanted to share some stories from the trenches. We have been together for 15 years. You're making it sound like our love is military work. Like, no, but there's it's Care Bear work. It's nothing but fluff and happiness and always a positive outcome. Come on now. Come on now. There have been a lot of times where <laughs> we've broken up, where not lately, but I mean in the, in the beginning. In, in the beginning, 100%. in the early chaos. Chaos. I remember, so we were living in downtown Halifax and I took a bus to Dartmouth Crossing. Said gotta go. Gotta go. We broke up and I called my mom. I remember having a hot chocolate, a peppermint hot chocolate, crying to myself in the corner of the Dartmouth Crossing, (laughs) Tim Hortons, waiting for my mom to pick me up because at that time, my um, free bus pass from going to school, that was as far as the bus went. Mom had to drive the rest of the way. You weren't going to get all the way out in the I woods. I said, listen, mom, it's been a rough day. I'm going to put in 5%. I need you to give me 95 and come pick yeah. me up. But you know what, though? It's kind of funny looking back. It's a it's a weird memory to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> right so, at the beginning, right too. At the be- yeah. Valentine's Day. But no, I, I remember... That, that moment that you're talking about and your mom's friend was there with her and they picked you up and stuff and shout out to Subi. Yeah, shout out Subi. But it it really is the reality of when you get in a relationship, you're very young, you don't know what's going on. It's very like there's a lot of games being played. Like you're you just you don't know because you're only or for me, not to speak for you, but my only like examples of relationships was like gossip girl and one tree hill and well, yeah like it wasn't it's negative and schools don't do that so they teach yeah. you school or at least my experience in school taught me sex ed that's great i know how to have sex with someone I that. but i don't know relationships i don't know boundaries i don't know like how to stand up for yourself how like there is so much that the school it's kind of wild it is wild there's so and how do you teach that to someone it's something that i don't think you can necessarily teach a course on love it's it's a lived experience yeah anyway all this is to say we decided given that it's valentine's day we would discuss love (laughs) and (laughs) To segue into that conversation on love, we, for some reason, just shared a story about a time where we broke up. But I think that basically what I'm, 
where that all came from, it was just like a little funny joke. And then we went into a tangent. But basically, sure, it seems like Tyler and I have a great relationship. Which we do. We do. There's still work that goes into it. It's an active choice we make every single day to still be a part of this relationship. And I love the choices I've made in my life. But that's not to say that it was always this way. No. It was very difficult at the beginning. There's that like expression that like, Anything worth doing is work. That's not right. It sounds right. Sounds close. Something. It's along those lines, but like things that are worthwhile, like they take energy, they take sacrifice, they take commitment, they take... If you're on autopilot, if it's just easy, if there's no work going into it, if there's no learning happening from it, if there's no growth coming from it... What are you doing? What are you doing? Like that is not a relationship I would want to be in. I find... Every year, I fall more in love with you. Yeah. But at the same time, like... Not, hold on. Not Yaz and like, I know. But like, <laughs> yeah. Yaz and me too. <laughs> yeah. It's just, there's something I find you're changing and growing in different ways. And sure, we spend like 98% of our time together. Mm-hmm. But you're still growing as a unique individual. Mm. And I'm loving the person that you're becoming because I find you, you're like a delicate flower, kind of like a Venus flytrap. Because sometimes like you'll bite you and kill you and like disintegrate you. But you're... Sometimes I'm just a daisy (laughs) blowing in the wind. What can I say? But you're starting to open up. I find you really, really growing as a person in... It's hard to describe, but... You're letting your guard down. You're more open. You're from your upbringing. We've talked about this, having been bullied um, for being gay and just all the stuff you had to go through. I find that is no longer like holding you back in a social setting. You allow yourself to flourish more. You allow yourself to speak more. You allow. Well, I think that that's more of a nature of getting into your 30s and just being like fresh out of fucks to give. I don't think that that's so much that I've just... But I'm loving it. I'm yeah. loving this transformation. And I think that's something cool. Like, I wouldn't want to be in a relationship that with someone that is just the same. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. where yeah. you are today from where you are this time last year is completely different. And I love but you same, more because of that. But that actually is the same with you. And I think that that is the beautiful part of being in a long-term relationship is the ability to grow together. That's something that is anyone that's been in a long-term relationship. I'm sure that they probably feel this way, but you don't grow just as individuals. You're growing together And then all of a sudden, one day you wake up many years later and you've created something that, like, I love you. Of course, I'm sexually attracted to you. Like, I think you're obviously very hot, but... I'm pretty attracted to you as well. Just going to say. But being but being real for a second. I love my blonde hair, blue-eyed man. What can I say? (laughs) When you got it all, you got it all. But, But the thing that I am the most attracted is to you is like this connection that we've built. It's become something more than I thought. It's more than just like sex. It's more than just like having a great conversation with you. It's, it's something deeper. Like there's, well, so a perfect example is, um, a couple days ago, I went back onto my ADHD medication, Adderall, and 
one of the things that happens when I first start is I get insomnia. It's a journey. <laughs> it's a <laughs> Let journey. me tell you. We go through a so- um, insomnia and then eventually we event- we know that the stage of me becoming impossible to deal with and be around around 5 p.m. That's mm-hmm. that's next week's Ra- journey. Rage, rage dips <laughs> that, in that at comes. around 7 p.m. But we know around the four to six week um, period, like it is smooth sailing, high performance, we're good to go. But what happened the other night is I woke up around 3, 30, 4 o'clock in the morning and I just could not get back to sleep. My brain was on overdrive and my brain runs on overdrive but this was like overdrive on overdrive and so i laid there by myself for three hours and then um charlie barked i forget why something happened outside there was a noise oh charlie threw up on the floor and so i was awake so i dealt with it and when i came back in you were like, you're awake. And I was like, yeah, I've been awake for a while. And you're like, well, why didn't you say anything? And I was like, well, I didn't want to bother you. And you said, come here. And you pulled me in and held me. And within maybe five minutes, I was asleep. I woke up an hour later. And that, that is love. That's love. Like, I couldn't get myself to sleep, but you got me to sleep just by holding me. I remember you saying when we woke up, if I ever um, can't fall asleep again, something like that, do you mind if I wake you up and ask you to hold me? And I was like, of course not. Because the reality is, why would I want you to sit in bed and you, if you can't fall asleep, if me holding you makes you fall asleep, of course I would want that. Yeah. But it's not, I, I think sometimes when you're not in love, in love, you have like a tendency to think that you're inconveniencing your partner when Sometimes you annoy me. Sometimes it's like, really? But those are very rare occasions. Of course. (laughs) But it, the reality is it's never, it really is never an inconvenience. Sometimes I can find it to be annoying, but I would do anything for you. It, yeah, and I know that. I just felt bad. Plus, I was in a riveting read on the Canadian government's website about the income tax updates for 2024. Riveting. Oh, <laughs> are they robbing us all more? <laughs> that's no, sorry, that's for another podcast. <laughs> oh, so anyway, all that is to say, how do you feel about Valentine's Day? Get like talking about love and having been in a long term relationship. 15 years in, how do you view what we do for Valentine's Day now versus our first Valentine's Day? So I'm going to give kind of a controversial take. I'm sure people will find this controversial. I love controversial from you because it's it's entertaining. (laughs) It's very on brand. I think it's all a crock of shit. I think it's a waste of money. I think it is just consumerism at its finest. I it's to help jumpstart the sales after Christmas into the new year. Like we're not quite to Easter, so we're going to put something in February. Yeah. You go go out and spend money, go feel guilty, go buy someone that you're in a relationship with something and if you don't, then you're a bad partner. Listen. If you are only buying your loved one flowers on Valentine's Day, you're not the partner that you think you are. But also if you're buying flowers that's 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 stereotypical example i want no i understand but also like even if you if i want to just sort of push back on this okay okay so 
I understand what you're saying, but say you're the type of person that feels compelled to do something on Valentine's Day because it's a holiday, you know, it's on the calendar. It's, you should do something. That's how you feel. It Not saying that we feel that way. Like, it's a regular day for you and I. There is... There is no change. Like, we don't do anything for Valentine's Day. No. But if you are the type that feels that you want to do something for Valentine's Day or that you need to or you should, I feel like find something for your loved one. Don't just default to an overpriced heart-shaped box of chocolates and a bouquet of roses. Okay, Switzerland. Listen. No, but like, for me, our anniversary last year. Uh Uh-huh. Instead of getting me flowers for our anniversary, you bought me a box of Lego flowers. Like, make a twist on it. Like, yes, Todd, but like, I would buy you a box of Lego flowers on a random Monday in June. Well, I'm out of Lego to build, so buy me some Lego. <laughs> and if you're interested, like, save up the flowers and get me the big Titanic I've been asking for for years. And the Harry Potter castle. I got some <laughs> things on my shopping list, but that's neither here nor, th- nor there. That's a tangent. What I'm saying is... There is something more beautiful and special about giving all your love and your thought on a random Wednesday in February. Well, not February, because February is... <laughs> you know what I mean. I do. Like, you... It's not about... It's not about the, like, Valentine's Day of it all. It's about showing your love throughout the year and when someone is not expecting it or for me it is anyway I just the structure of the pressure I don't like it I've never liked it never like I it kind of goes back to what we were talking about gifts like that expectation so if someone does something for you for Valentine's Day you're going to feel pressured into some sort of reaction whether that's it's for the young it's for the kids it's or new in love or think, but think about our early times maybe okay maybe we should reshift how we look at it it's a day when you're in your new phase yeah like a, a point on the calendar to make a day of love but or, for you and i we make a day of love whenever we need it what's interesting is we don't do gifts on valentine's day it's not like every monday you bring me flowers on your way home from the office that's not our relationship but for some reason you and i both are able to pick up when the other is low and surprise them with something that we know is going to bring them out of that. And that is way better than a box of chocolate on Valentine's Day, hands down. Yeah, it really is. But I'm also like kind of just realizing Valentine's Day is truly for the people that are early in their relationship where they have that pressure, but also for people that have been in a relationship for a long time that are in a rut, like Agnes and Robert who haven't had sex in since last Valentine's day. Poor Aggie. Like poor Aggie. She is just like, she's over here. Baggy (laughs) asking. She said, Robbie, Robbie. (laughs) Hopefully Aggie gets it today. I hope Aggie got late do you know what i mean though you can't make it you can't make it this whole production where oh it's valentine's day it needs to be a big special thing make every day special how but like the couple that does that consistently the couple that's like the definition of the happiest couple oh my god they're so in love how many of those do we know that end up that they had a secret life 
elsewhere or they break up randomly. Like there's always the ones that are the Hallmark (laughs) couple consistently. Don't trust them. Do not trust them. Yeah. I, I tend to agree. Like it, like where sometimes when I'm like, I don't know about you, not you, but I was like me, what did I do? But I mean like people and then, then like a big scandal comes out. Makes sense. Yeah. You were overcompensating with the public facade. I got to say some of the tea time submissions, I'm losing, I'm losing trust. I, I'm losing trust in society. I'm reconsidering having kids because of some of the tea time submissions. (laughs) I'm like, I just hope that Ange doesn't grow up to be like this or to be in this situation or to be like put in this situation. Yeah. It's hard out in these streets. But I love them. Keep them coming. Tylerandtot.com slash podcast. Give us all your tea. Yeah. Like they, they really are entertaining, but like jokes aside, it, I don't, I don't know. I get what you're saying though about it being new. So the, I felt that pressure. Our first Valentine's day together, Um, In Halifax, there's this hotel called the Lord Nelson. And at that time, it was one of the nicer hotels in the city. Mm -hmm. And so I booked, (laughs) this should have spoke volumes about it, but it it was still cute and it was on a budget. But um, they had this students, university students special where you could book a room for one night. for like a discounted price. It was very cheap, like $99. Which was like unheard of for this hotel. And so the room ended up making sense. It literally looked like Jack's room in Titanic, but... It was so small. It was, I still remember the pressure. I So I had to go. I thought that was the best thing ever. I'll give you my hot take later. I didn't have a credit card at the time. I had one that my parents gave me that was like... Well, that makes sense, I guess. It was an extension of my mom's credit card, and it was for emergencies Emergencies. only. Mm. And so I wasn't going to be like, yeah, I wanted wanted a hotel room to raw dog it, so I used the credit card just for the deposit. So I walked down... (laughs) 911, mom. (laughs) So I... I took the bus and then walked to the hotel and I used my debit card to put the deposit on the room because I booked it last minute. Like, let's be realistic. I booked it the 13th and I, I splurged because I was like, I'm not coming back down here another day. So I booked the other night because they gave me it. So I went to the um, dollar store and I got all those little mm-hmm. um, battery candles because I didn't want to burn the place down. <laughs> And then I got like the faux rose petals. I did the whole. He did it up thing. like what you would see on and a you, TV show. And you didn't know. You only knew. I had no idea. Um, this hotel is just down. It's on the same street as Parkley Mall. I think they're technically in the same building. Yeah. It's like a mall that has. This is super specific. Uh, but those in Halifax, our Haligonians are going to know. But basically, there's a movie theater in the bottom. So we went and saw the movie or we had dinner and then went to the movie. And that's all yeah. you thought. We thought we were going. You thought we were going back to residence. Well, it was only five minutes up the road. Like, But um, we when we went there, you were so shocked when at the corner, I was like, no, we turn here. Well, it was like that. That's why I kind of don't want to bash Valentine's Day too much, even though we just spent the last ten minutes ripping it to shreds. I will say, when you when you go all out for somebody like that, 
on Valentine's Day when they're totally not expecting it and you're new in your relationship, it does make you feel like you're in like a romantic comedy. I felt like that girl. For real. Honestly, sometimes I still think about that. Like the rose petals and like the little candles and stuff and like walking into that room. Keep in mind, I'm what? 18 years old. No one has ever done something like that for me. It was just, it, it was crazy. Yeah. Like it was really, I mean, I we so- broke up a couple times after that, but, <laughs> but, we we raw, today. but we raw dogged it in that hotel room that night. <laughs> no, for real though. It, there was something, there was something really special. Like we can joke about it now, but it, it is something, it's a memory that I'll always hold, have and hold on to. So maybe if you, maybe do something special for, but if you did something special for me now on Valentine's Day, I wouldn't care as much because you always do things like that for me That because that's who you are. Yeah, I like to do, I like to give people an experience. So even, yeah. even when I, I feel like every episode at some point we talk about the land, so I might as well get it out of the way now. But even when looking at the land, when you look at the dome, that was designed so that someone could come over yeah. and have an amazing experience. We could hang out all day, have a friend over for the afternoon, you know? But when you want your alone time, you don't feel like you're set in a room. I just like to give people a really positive experience and like a break from the realities of the world because I feel like a lot of people shelter me from the realities of the world to allow me to like have that experience all the time. You know, but I think that that comes from how we view the world. I want to be, I want to kind of address the elephant in the room. Yes, we are having a glass of red wine on Valentine's day. A glass. (laughs) A glass. But (laughs) one and done. (laughs) We have one and then... (laughs) And then we have a glass of water and go to bed. That's it. That's our night. <laughs> no, for real. Um, I I know that this sounds probably like maybe a little deep, but you and I are 78 and 79 at heart. We have... Um, if I'm being 79, because I'm the older one, like 78 was obviously you... If you're calling me 79, you're like 109. Okay. Like yeah. you are so, so much more mature and like I just f- wiser than me. Like I you've don't, aged way more. Yeah. I don't want to say that like I have it all figured out. Cause like I'm I'm always growing every day. Like I'm learning something more and new about myself. But I do really believe that you only at the end of your life, you only have the memories that you've been lucky enough to accumulate along the way. Money doesn't matter. Things don't matter. Really nothing matters except the experiences that you've had. And you and I have always, always been on that vibe from using our journey. Life is a journey, like using our wedding money and not buying things, but going on experiences like even so even things I find my parents are just coming around to it now but like for the longest time at the land they didn't understand they didn't our man, our mentality of it'll get done we were stressed out 
beyond stressed, but like, it'll get done. Like that. It'll has, work out. We, we, something's don't going to when. happen. We don't know when we don't know how it's going to get done. So like, let's not talk about it. Let's move on. <laughs> let's put it in a box and we're going to put it neatly on the shelf. This shelf is called things to do. And we'll pull that box down to deal with it when we're ready. Like we've always, always had that approach yeah. of like things will, things will figure themselves out. We have limited control. I mean, we do have control over our fate and where we're going, but at the same time, there is a universe that is moving every, you and I have complete control of our life. Everyone else has complete. We don't have complete. We have control over nothing. No, but like what I'm saying is people are making decisions and controlling their life to the amount that everyone can. And, but when the person next to you starts to make decisions and control their life, that has a ripple effect on the universe. And that then has an impact on you. So the best thing. Did you just smoke a joint and watch the butterfly effect? Like, where is this going? It basically, this is why, like, so I don't believe in like a God. I just believe in a force out there. And like, Everyone is doing, I believe, the best that they can. Not everyone is, but it's just things are going to happen. Things are going to work out the way that they're supposed to. So stop stressing over it. Yeah, I do agree. Like, you don't need to sit here and fret. Sure, there are days that I was sitting here fretting because I did not know where you were going with that. (laughs) Obviously, it happens situational. But what I'm saying is there are so many people that get so caught up and lose so much time. You'll focus on one stress point for so long when in the grand scheme of things, that stress point, when you actually come to it and accomplish it with such a minute amount of time in the overall picture versus the amount of time that you lost fretting over it yeah i this this is really deep (laughs) we're off valentine's day (laughs) yeah but i i think at the end of the day when you when you are like breathing your last few breaths you're gonna ask did i live a life that had love did i give love did i receive love and everything else it it doesn't really matter I don't think. I don't think so either. But letting, but keeping that in mind, I know it's difficult to do, but you and I, we've known that for a while. And I think we've always been intentional in thinking about that. Even when we have our bad moments, when we have our fights, when we're down in the dumps, like we were fighting earlier today we were not having a a great day. day. We just were like, could have been the Adderall. We don't know, but we're not going to blame me. It's anyone's fault at this point. Todd Todd calls it being fuddy duddies. <laughs> it's like when we're being fuddy duddies when we're when we're bumping heads, but we we bump heads. But I think even when we're bumping heads, we both know it's temporary. Do you know what? It's interesting. So I often think this is how I get through fights. So there's. Obviously, I love you. I love the positive traits. But at the same time, there are negatives about you. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) But there's, I still love that. And when, when you're driving me crazy, what actually grounds me in a fight, and I will admit, I'm not the type to admit I'm wrong. When I'm admitting I'm wrong, it's when I'm moving on. And that's like my love language. My love language is like 
sign language and I'm signaling to you, we're moving on. You but- have a lot of competing. I, I'm going to let you finish, but I want to say you have a lot of competing love languages. <laughs> like as if you don't physical touch your you- on my terms. I'm like a cat. Yeah. Like if we're yeah, in you bed like and you want to hold me sure. It was nice the other night when I couldn't sleep, but then on nights in the summer when it's really warm, get away from me. Get the like from I'm me. already sweating. I don't need you touching me. Or do you know my favorite you're is breathing. When, when I say because I always ask for permission. Like, like if I if we wake up in the middle of the night, it's like three a.m. I'll like rub your back and I'll say like, do you want me to hold you? And like in the winter, yes. Like face like mushed into the pillow. I in also the- like Tyler can get a lot of information out of me when I'm asleep. I am like, what's your social security number? Like one, I, two, <laughs> as if I know my, I know yeah, it has, I know, I ha- it has I know a six talks. in it somewhere and an eight somewhere else. That's all I know of it. And a zero, I think, I think there's a zero. I really do. Um, there is all three of them, but <laughs> really? let's not say any more of them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, if you want anything out of me, break into our house at night and just talk to me. I'll give you our bank passwords, anything. But you but you are genuinely honest in those moments. But in the summer, if I do that, you're... <laughs> no, don't touch me. Like, so exact. But it's true. Who wants, who wants someone else's body on them when they're warm? Yeah, it's... Yeah, definitely not. And the other thing that drives me crazy is when you're getting sick. And you <sighs> starts mouth breathing, and I'll literally <laughs> wake up and say, "Roll around." No, you don't say "roll around" that quick. You say, "Roll around." <laughs> That's how you say it. Sorry, there's same a message. <laughs> there is a distinction in the tone, but that's love. But do you know what though? When you do that, and I'm like. <sighs> And you, when I hear the roll, I go like this because but, I know what it means now. But this is also why I don't, I don't go to people's cabins and spend the night. I don't share hotel rooms with people. I like to go to sleep. And when I go to sleep, I don't want to hear you asleep. Yeah. Shut up. Go to sleep. And don't make noise. I don't make noise. I don't know what it's called. I know for people that can't handle hearing other people eat, it's misophonia, I think, because (laughs) I've got a touch of that. I can't handle chewing. Oh, drives you you crazy when I'm having um, ramen. That's your worst one because it's a slurping and a chewing. Can't. Uh, Like, I will look at him. (laughs) We normally eat our ramen apart. Like, fully, he's eating, and I'm like, what is happening right now? (laughs) But for sleep, that's definitely called something. I'm sure someone in the comments will know. But you can't handle that. Sleep breathing? I can't handle the sound of, like, an autonomous thing. Yeah. Like your body is on autopilot. Why are you interjecting and making it noise? That's no You're different. not a part of the conversation right now. Like, <laughs> like if my furnace was making noise on just keeping the ambient temperature warm, I would have someone come in and service it or replace it. You yeah. know, we right now we have the <laughs> furnace turned off. So for your audio enjoyment. Oh, well, that's because um, it, there was snow here and then we got rain and our furnace is an electric furnace, which is like a big heat 
pump type unit outside of the house. Yeah. So there's She's ice on the blades. Up. So it's really noisy until that ice either warms up or falls off. It's noisy. So there's no heat. But we're but we're warm. We're warm. Red wine tends to thin the blood and warm the soul. Yeah. Also, we indulge in red wine season from like middle of January to March because yeah. it is I find it's the best time to enjoy it. I'm not going to drink. Uh, this is a Cab Franc we're drinking. I'm not going to have this on the back deck when it's 26 degrees no. out in July. Red wine, I like. I really think it was made for this time of year. I think so. All right, enough about our love of wine. Let's talk about love languages. Oh, love it. Okay, so question for you. What would you say is my first and Number sec- one? First, oh, and, first second. and second. Okay. Oh, wait. Also, for people who don't know about love languages, we only found out about this like a few years ago. Yeah, it was from our friend Dawn. Yeah. Um, she's a photographer and she was taking photos of us and she got to ask us what our love languages are. We were like, what's a love language? But it was a way for her to create like this comfortable environment for us to like have a really fun photo shoot and then it kind of set us on this path of like what are love languages like let's figure this out a little bit more so what would you say my one and two are Uh, definitely physical touch we should explain what love language like i only know the ones that apply to us i didn't like i have a small attention span i can't pay attention to the ones that i don't need to know about words of affirmation physical touch um gifts yeah words of affirmation okay this is like i feel like we're in couples counseling now words of affirmation physical touch gifts time quality time yeah quality time and there's a fifth isn't there yes (laughs) i can't remember it (laughs) And I, you know what? My tendency right now is to leave my phone. Yeah. And because you're going to go get look at You're going to end up on like, uh, I don't just want to fill out 20 questions and we'll tell you what yours are. But I do know that whatever the fifth mystery love language is, it's, it's probably not that important in our relationship. For, for us, it definitely isn't. We're not focused like, on it. We, and we're not focused on the gifts one either. Mm-mm. Ours is physical touch. We're acts of service. Yes. Do shit for me. Yeah. <laughs> I it just came to me in a vision. But gifts are really low on the priority for Very us. low. You're Very not low. getting to my heart. You're if Tyler and not, I break up, you're not getting into my bed with a gift. But I tell you what, if you're gonna be big spoon, you're more than welcome to come into this bedroom, baby. If you're going to do the dishes, if you're going to do the laundry, if you're going to make the bed. And tell you that you're beautiful. <laughs> ass up at the end of the bed. You can forget about it. All fours. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. But what's interesting, though. Okay, like I'm kind of bringing it back and being a little bit serious. What's interesting is Just so... Physical touch, I would say, is a big one for me. When I'm spiraling and I feel like I'm losing control. You kind of talked about that earlier. When you were, when you couldn't couldn't fall asleep. Yeah. It, It makes sense. Like how many times when I was in my old job, like 
the day that I had someone throw their shoes at me, spit on me, and call me an effing F get, you know, the derogatory term towards our community. All I wanted, I came home before I, you knew something was wrong. All I wanted was just to like, I walked into your arms and you held me. That was all I wanted. But what's interesting is it's only with you, my physical touch. I'm not a hugger. I don't like hugging people. I find it very invasive. And I think that's because touch is such an intimate thing for me. Yeah, that but that does make sense. Like you were in love. Of course you're gonna want to have that like intimate connection with me. And that's your love language. Like yeah. it's not your friendship language. Like you true. Like you want those things from me because we're in love. And it's like a comforting thing. And I think that's sort of what love means to me now. Okay, we're gonna continue on with love languages, but I wanna try and remember to come back to what love means to you. Like, how would you define Mm, love? Because I feel like that's interesting. We'll we'll put a pin in that, that we probably, maybe. Maybe will, maybe won't. We'll see. Roll the dice. So yeah, mine is definitely physical touch is my number one. Yeah. And then quality time. Yeah, you love quality time. I just, like, do you want to get in the car and just go for a drive? Mm -hmm. How many... On the weekends, how many like Saturday afternoons or Sunday afternoons did we just make a coffee, load the boys in the car and just go for a drive? Yeah, I think um, like both of us quality time. I think mine is probably quality time is number one. And then number two, let's be honest here, wavers between Physical touch and words of affirmation. Physical touch is way down there. As, <laughs> as someone who tries to like understand your love languages and communicate in them, physical touch isn't as important to you as words of affirmation. But, some, but hey, hey now, some, sometimes physical touch is number one, but it's not, it really like we ebb and flow between, I, f- I feel like our top three are our top three, but we're in different places at different times, if that makes sense. It's also different too, because for me, like, so for example, quality time, if we both list that as number two, the amount of quality time that I need to feel fulfilled in that love language is way more than the amount of quality time that you would need to feel feel fulfilled. Todd. I just had a literal epiphany. Oh my God, I love it. Should we cheers to that? I think we should. Hold on. I'm having a breakthrough. The two qualities of the five that, or the two, the love languages per se, that we don't identify with, the gifts and the acts of service, both of those things are things where you're, you're like projecting expectations onto somebody else. Like, look at all the dishes that I've done. I'm going to do the dishes because it benefits us both. You I'm also doing dirty the half of them. Yeah. Like it's, we're, we're not keeping score. Same as gifts. Every single day that we spend together is a gift. Those two things. I don't think we share a bank account. If you buy me a gift, I paid for half of it. And you literally spent my money without consulting me. That's going to piss me off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't, I don't, those love languages, those are the ones that are, they're not really as tangible. I think, okay, so this kind of goes back to Valentine's Day. I think that maybe, maybe we should look at love languages as a stepping stone. So, oh yeah, true. Gifts and acts of service. When you're early in your relationship, then you move into your quality or your um, words of affirmation and your physical touch, and then we all aspire to the day where we're just happy for the quality time. Mm, Yeah, that's so true. Actually, ah, because like the longer that we're together, yes, jumping your bones, of course, love it. Like, cheers to that. Yeah. But I'm not fighting it. (laughs) But it's not the thing that it's not my priority. It's not why I'm here. And realistically, as we get older and older, it will become less of a priority. My hips will go. (laughs) (laughs) But the beautiful thing about it is it with the bedrock of quality time that that is always there that is the most that is the most important love language if we can spend time together and just be like old little grandpas looking at sitting on our deck you know rocking chairs and all that's all i want okay so speaking of quality time i feel like that's a natural way to segue back to Uh, what like you're you're taking it back yeah okay so what does love mean to you now versus when we first started dating? When you first said, I love you, Todd. Oh. What did that mean to you then? And how did you envision love to when you say... That's a really I, good question. Okay. I think that when you're young, you you think that you know what love is, but... When you get older, it it deepens. I wouldn't say that I, when I said that I loved you, I did love you. I thought that I loved you. But you just loved the idea of me. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is every year that goes by, it deepens and becomes this richer more like full-bodied thing it's kind of like a glass of wine or a good olive oil it it matures and it deepens and becomes something better it is it was still a a glass of wine when I first met you but now it is I'm vinegar (laughs) piss no now to use that analogy like I feel like I'm at this beautiful restaurant in Italy and it's everything. It's just, it's so much more than what I thought it was. I still enjoyed it at the time, but now it's just something more. I totally get what you mean. And I think that the word, I think when you're young, you don't quite understand what it is. It kind of goes back to what we were saying about how schools don't do a good job. They teach you sex. They don't teach you love. Mm -hmm. And so... It's like saying I love you to your mom is different than saying I love you to the person you're going to spend the rest of your Mm, life with. But how do you understand that both those loves are love? There's just a different 
feel like thing to it and like whole different realm. Do you know what's interesting? I think the longer you're with someone, so love the way that you love a boyfriend or girlfriend, spouse, whatever they are, that love, the longer you're with someone becomes more like the way that you love a a sibling or a parent. It becomes, that's your family. That's your unit. Attraction and sexuality and like, you know, I want to jump your bones. Obviously, I don't feel that way about family members, but... I would hope not. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> this is why you're always so excited and counting down the days to the family reunion. It all makes it sense. It all suddenly makes sense. But what I mean, though, is that that lo- love really to me is that feeling. It's not about whether I want to be intimate with you. It's about... I want to spend my time with you. It's it's deeper than just sex. Yeah. And I think it's also a choice you make. So I allowed myself to, to love you and find comfort in you. And that's when I say about how I'll, whenever I want to experience something new, I want to do mm-hmm. it with you or I'm having a bad day and I come home and all I meet. Do you think everyone meet, feels that way though? I don't know, but that's that's my yeah. version of love. Everyone could have something different. The, you and I, we were scrolling on Instagram and you see, you know, like the person that it's like, oh, they're totally with them because of the money or something like that. But that could be their version of love. We don't know how they define it. But for me, I define. <laughs> That's such a weird example. But, like, I know. I it's know. It's easy to say gold digger or sugar daddy yeah. or all that stuff. But that could be something that they Yeah, need. you don't know it's, someone's story. Whatever their story is, that's what they're seeking validation through. I'm seeking validation through the feeling of home. And home to me... We've lived in 11 different places in 15 years. Home to me is where you are. And now it's where Charlie, Eddie, and Squirrel are. That also is love. I love to be home. So like, I think that's how I view it differently than before. Because when we first got together, like it, it was very passionate, like multiple times a day, you know, that whole new, new thing that faded and I think that's where a lot of people relationships burn out is you, your version of love can't adapt it mm-hmm. like making love and love are two different things. And I think at the beginning they're the same. It, yeah. It gets really blurry. It's easy at the beginning to be like, Oh my gosh, this is love. When a lot of times I can't it's walk in- today. This is love. <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> it's infatuation and just maybe a little bit of obsession and it's just like there's all of these emotions you feel so wild but yeah it it's cool that we've been able to have all of these different progressions along the chapters of our life and our love yeah it's just it just feels so i don't know i'm just thinking though like okay so this might be TMI, and I'm sorry if I embarrass you for, like... I really don't get embarrassed anymore. Okay, perfect. So we would do the deed, and then we would just sit there and talk and talk 
and talk. And I think that was really key to our relationship is that communication and discussion. And every time, sure, we would make love. Well, like, what were we going to do? Roll over? We're not a couple straight guys. But like, it was like learning more about you. And I started to like, I loved learning more about you. And I feel as though every conversation I have with you, I'm I still get taken back to that first time learning more about you because you, every time we get into a deep conversation about Mm, life or whatever, another aspect of you comes through and I'm sure a different aspect of me. And that's like a comfort thing that comes with, with the time and the love and like putting the work into your relationship. That is really true. Actually, the more we, all we do is just like gap the All funny, we do. The funny thing is, this podcast, yes, it's us choosing to sit on the couch and we have lights on and, you know, it's like there's a production here, but this is very much our life. When when we turn the cameras off... We still have red wine and we just chit-chat. We just <laughs> gab. But, like, that's love. It's quality time. It's... it's we We have a friendship beyond everything else okay so question for you then am i the one is there a one how what's your take on i yeah it's a good question people gave us shit for this before i really firmly believe i don't think that there is a one for someone i really think if knock on wood if you died tomorrow or if I died tomorrow, I think that... We could also just go with like breaking up, but one of us or, has to be dead, uh, apparently. No. no. We could no. just walk away, but no. No. <laughs> yeah. A plane hit you. You were on the sidewalk and the plane hit you. Nothing else but you. Just you. you and were... everyone on the plane is alive, but you're but, dead. But you died. You got sucked up into the engine and... You you're got, gone. You're gone. No. If we broke up, whatever the situation is... I really do believe that you and I would both find happiness again. That to me is a belief that I will always carry with me. If you're listening to this and your spouse died or, you know, you broke up and you haven't found someone new, I really think that there is something beautiful of holding out that you maybe, yes, you may not find someone, but the opportunity is always there if you keep that light on for yourself because the second that you believe that you had your love and there is nobody else for you ever, well, then there is nobody else because you're not open to it. And I always want to be open to it. That said, I will never in my life, even if I love someone again, it will never be to the depth and like true, true love that this is because you are my first love. Yeah. I think a first love hits different, but I totally agree. And I feel as though if I were to, you and I are fortunate we've grown as individuals, but as a couple, we've grown in the same direction, which also is in a positive direction of us growing individually. It's all been a harmonious growth, like positive, you know? I want to say, um, this is the red wine. 
that I, I'm like I am I can feel myself welling up. Give give me your hand, you little you little you little <laughs> smuts. <laughs> but I think that if you are hell bent on a like only one, like there's only one out there for you, you restrict yourself as a person from growing. So yeah. you find Mr. Right at 24 and that's it. You're not allowed to grow as an individual. Yeah, you can't. And be I doing think that. that like I would never want to be in a relationship with that and I would never want to feel like I caused someone to feel like they were in a relationship like that. Like I want you to grow and spread your wings and be the baddest bitch you can be because like doing anything less is a disservice to you. But you and I, though, we've always been of like the mindset. But clean yourself up. The tears are a mess. Oh, I'm they, just joking. I'm they... joking. <laughs> You're not joking. I'm joking, love. <laughs> but I love y- you. You and I, I love you too. You and I have always been of like the mindset, like we're the grow as we go. Like, you know. Um, Ben Platt. Yeah. He's a good, it's a good video if you want to watch that music video. Yeah. Pour yourself a double glass of red wine, <laughs> sit down and just enjoy that video and cry to your heart's content. But it's a good soul cleanse. It's a good soul cleanse, but that that's that's been our vibe for as long as we've been together. We don't have it figured out. We have shitty days, we fight. It's not every day is perfect, but we we're making the choice to grow together and that really that that's what love is i want to say something though like we say we fight so we in my we fight opinion, less than anyone else i know but we do no, we do bicker what i thought we bicker a lot but the thing yeah. is like it's that's our love language maybe we've created a sixth that is unique <laughs> to us but it's like cut through the bullshit and call it call yeah. a spade a spade like i don't have time to weed through your subliminal messages and beating also, around the bush like if i feel you being a fuddy-duddy i'm gonna be like what's going yeah. on you're being a c-u-n-t like yeah. I-, I call it as it is like let's get to it also i'm pretty sure that this is like not a thing that's allowed now about not going to bed mad Apparently that's not, that's like a bad thing. You should want, you should be okay with your partner going to bed and then you resume it the next day because you're respecting their space and all of that. Not that we like come crash in each other's room and get angry and like all of that if we're in a fight, but you and I have a principle. We never go to bed mad. But it's also like... But that's always worked It us. always It works for us. I don't want to put that pressure on someone else's relationship because that may not be how they process. That may not be how they deal. But you and I both, we live a fast life. Like we have a lot of balls in the air and we need to make decisions. We can't allow those balls to start falling because we're caught up in something emotional a lot of fights are an emotional thing there's like let's cut through that and get to the rational and figure out a way forward like we don't have time to waste on it do you know what i mean yeah and i think that maybe that's an extra love language we've like created but you and i maybe that's why i love you so much and why it will never be the same but we speak we speak so 
we can have a whole conversation with each other by just looking and moving our facial muscles around. Like in social settings, I can totally tell. You can be having a conversation with someone. I'll make eye contact with you. You'll adjust your face in a way to let me know how the conversation is going, if I should come in or not. Like if you are about ready to leave, I love that. Like Navy SEALs got nothing, nothing on our You could see skills. my two little peeps from 500 clicks away. And I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need night vision. I can see it. <laughs> it's so true. But I love that. Yeah. But I also am not going to hold myself that. And I hope it doesn't happen. But if we grow in different directions, I'm not going to hold myself to the happiness that I felt now. I need to adjust my definition of happiness and feel that love. Like you you wouldn't wall off the potential that you could find happiness again. You don't necessarily need to compare how you feel now. I can appreciate what I have and understand the respect that I have in a relationship with you, but then appreciate the quirks and uniqueness of my next partner. The same as like your quirks and uniqueness are so different than mine. In theory. I mean, you're never going to find all this. So, I hope I never have to go searching. I hope like, I don't either. Don't, hey. don't get sucked into a plane engine. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I mean, that's the only circumstances that we're not going to be together. I, it does. I like, I, I don't mean to get like sappy, but I love you. I love you too. I didn't mean to just burp then, but it's the red wine. I get red wine burps. I'm really gaseous on my red wine. All right. On that note, <laughs> is it time for tea time? Sure. Recently, I started talking to an ex again. We dated when we were 15 to 16, and now, 15 years later, we've reconnected. We now just talk a lot and he helps me with hanging some shelves, etc. as I recently moved into a new place. That's how all porns start though. I'm just going to preface this like I heard you got some new some shelves you want to hang. I'm looking to pound this nail into a stud. <laughs> but he never makes a move. Saying he doesn't have time even though he talks dirty and smiles the way he used to when he wanted it. I can't understand what is real and what's not. We even have that deep connection. We have a lot in common and the air is filled with sparkles. How the hell do I get him in bed? You, in honor of Valentine's Day, you need to tell him it is not on him. Oh, see, I was going in a different direction. I was going to say, text him and say, I need help with something in my apartment. When he gets there, the doors open and you're just naked, naked saying naked. It's all yours. It's always been yours. It will always <laughs> be yours. Now take what's rightfully yours. That's how I would approach it. Uh, um, honestly, I don't have anything else to add. <laughs> like what else can you do? I, I, well, you know, that's, I would never have the confidence to just like be completely naked. 
I don't like being naked in front of you. But, unless like but actually, there's though? a very dimly lit lamp all the way in the corner. <laughs> like, you know? But that actually, seriously, can you imagine? Uh, no. So, okay. So what I would do, in all honesty, is I wouldn't put necessarily pressure on saying I'm inviting him over I'm having our favorite meal and I'm going to talk about the feelings I would find a natural way if you feel this connection and that this magic is happening in that moment ask him Oh, what what does this mean? What does this mean when to you? When you feel the sparkles, imagine when you feel the sparkles. He probably feels it too. Look at him You're and just say, two glitter bombs ready to burst. Do you feel that? <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel that steam heat from my undercarriage? <laughs> you no. can't go wrong with that. And that's how I would approach it. So either ask him if he feels the steam heat from your undercarriage or invite him over and be naked in the front entrance. Uh, yeah. I mean, you could do either of those, but when you feel the sparkles, I would ask him, do you feel the do you I feel wouldn't the say... I would. I, just, I wouldn't say sparkles. Keep it natural. Not the spark... She, she said it was sparkles. I know, but just like when the moment feels right, it's probably right. So communicate. I feel like that's our answer to everything, but maybe we just have amazing communication skills. Communicate. Talk to him. What if is- if you asked me when we were when we were fe- when I was feeling butterflies for you, but they're thirty two and thirty three now. Todd, they dated when they were fifteen and sixteen. I get that, but now that you're in your thirties, cut to the chase. Like when the moment when you feel like it's that. Yeah, that we don't. Sparkle, we don't have time to waste. Like the clock is ticking. <laughs> And it's speeding up. So, like, I would just, when it feels right, ask him. And you'll know the natural way to ask him. Maybe it's saying, do you want to go get a drink or dinner? Or maybe... Or naked in the front entrance. You naked in the front ass. entrance. <laughs> or maybe it's, what does this mean to you? Like, what yeah. do I mean to you? You'll know the right thing to say to him at the right moment if you're... If you allow yourself to not only feel that, but respond when you feel it. Yeah. I just, I love the idea of. Yeah. But you love soap operas. You love reality TV. Like you don't, I don't, I don't. You don't. I don't. You don't. Tyler doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) I do not. (laughs) Well, hopefully that helped, but in all seriousness. It probably didn't. (laughs) <laughs> but no, it really, it's Valentine's Day. If if you were with him when you were 15 and 16 and you have this opportunity again, that is, it's, it's too cute to not pass up. It also sounds like a Hallmark love story and I'm a sucker for those movies. So just go. Just go for it. it. Like go save your families in <laughs> and take him with you. Hopefully this was helpful and we're going to go enjoy... Our Valentine's Day. Have a I'm lovely. I'm gonna go meet week. Tyler in the front entrance, as discussed earlier. <laughs> Have a lovely week. Cheers. Cheers to love. And to we, love. We'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.